Hey everybody, this is Brad and Lucas back with another cricket episode of Centre Bounce Cover Drive, the cricket and AFL podcast that gives you all the latest updates, hot takes and discussions. So without anything else being said, let's get into another episode. Alrighty, well in this episode we're going to be recapping the test summer uh, like we did last episode. We'll be covering the test portion of the West Indies series um, and next episode we will be covering the white ball portion. Uh, so yeah, this was this was um, an interesting series. Uh, a lot of the West Indian players um, were new; they had they were debuting in this series um, due to a lot of the other players um, going in their T twenties. So it was it was interesting. They were an inexperienced squad. Uh, I don't think there was a lot of belief in them really. They they wanted to come out with positive intent, but it's it's hard to say that when you're like not a great team. Um, so yeah, it was. It was probably, you know, Australia looking like heavy favourites going into this. Uh, and that's, yeah, it, it certainly shaped up like the Pakistan one. It definitely went against what a lot of people thought it was going to go. So, yeah, let's get into it first off. Well, um, I think I think our bowling line really showed their class. Like, we were 1 for, one for 14, 2 for 27, 3 for 52. Like, we really ripped into them pretty early on. Uh, their real main key all... Um, series for the test matches was Kirk McKenzie. Uh, he batted really well each test match. I love the way he batted. He batted really well. Uh, I think, and, and for the captain, Craig Brathwaite, I think he had a great, he had a pretty good, I think he had an average of like 50 odd last series. And I think they needed him to stand up as one of the most or more experienced players in the squad, uh, as well as um, Alzari Joseph. He was good. Kemal Roach needed to stand up, which I think, uh, Alzari definitely had his moments, but probably wasn't up there with his full potential. Uh, so yeah, in Adelaide, um, West Indies, they were batting first. Uh, and yeah, like I said before, they lost, lost wickets sort of in sort of in important stages, just as the partnership was starting to build, uh, we shut them down, which is good. So, yeah. and I think that's what our bowling lineup is just so good at is just finding getting wickets, yeah. getting wickets when we really need them to get when we really need wickets. Pat Cummins has just stood up this whole Australian summer, um, yeah. getting important wickets when we needed them. Um, and yeah, Hazelwood obviously, um, he bowled well in this match. Same with Cummins, they both took four. And mm. well, Shamar Joseph, what a debut he had! Yeah, wow, he. He was, yeah, definitely like, um, yeah, like Amir Jamal last series. Definitely one of the um the pickups of the series for the West Indies. Uh, he hit thirty six or forty one, which was a crucial, crucial uh, partnership in the end for the West Indians. Uh, he, yeah, what were they? Well, yeah, bowled out for one eighty eight. It's like a score of one fifty in your first innings is terrible. One eighty eight just just saves it a little bit. Puts that extra bit of runs on the board, gets them that closer bit to two hundred. Yeah, the close closer to two hundred really. If you're two hundred like two ten, it seems a bit more secure. Yeah. Um so anything you're gonna be, you're gonna be down, but you're not gonna be you're not gonna be shut down in the first innings, which is kind of what we saw in the previous series we played against them. Like we'd we'd either roll them or put on four hundred, five hundred in the first innings and the game would be over within the first couple of days. That um that didn't end up being the case in this series, um, which is sh- it was shaping up to be an interesting one as well for Australia's batting lineup because it was uh, the first first series and first matches that Steve Smith played as an opener and Cameron Green was up the order, so it was it was a new look batting lineup for Australia and it was I think it was good that we had 
sort of the West Indies to sort of ease into instead of, you know, facing a big team like England or India first up. I think I think you're right. Great. And like Especially because next summer is India. Yeah, exactly. We need time and with the New Zealand series away from home, it's going to be tough, but I think we still get the job done. But it's just good to have that practice against a lesser test team on your home deck just to get used to the conditions a little bit. And speaking of Shamar Joseph, um, the fact that he was on debut, obviously super nervous, um, mm. went out there and hit 36 runs, um, and he's not out there to bat. He's batting last. So you'd, um, you'd be pretty up and about after that. Oh, on a debut, you know, one of the best bowling attacks in the world. Um, to be honest, I think we bowled, like, I think we bowled too short to him for too long. Like, he was just smacking him wherever they went. So, like, to, whatever. But I think it really helped with his confidence because I think if you go out there, you get clean bowled, like, four balls in, all of a sudden it, it takes, puts so much more pressure on your bowling. It just yeah. took so much more pressure off his bowling. He went out there, batted well, and then came in and got Steve Smith first ball, which yeah. obviously he wouldn't probably not doing that art. If you get, don't bat well and doesn't that cause batting well gave him the confidence to go out there and do that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it was post game. Um, it's one of the few players that got a wicket first ball and let alone you know, Steve Smith of all people. No, and coincidentally, Steve Smith was his actual batting hero. And he was he was asked you know post game about it all and he and his first ball he he, he um he didn't run up like he stopped halfway and went back to his lineup and he and one of the reporters asked him about that and he said well I just had to think you know I'm 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 bowling to the Steve Smith like I've spent you know yeah, exactly. my childhood years like growing up look at, looking up to him and now you know I'm representing my country bowling to him um with my first ball and I think it's it's just incredible it's he's just a, he's just a fantastic story. Um, but yeah, he got Steve Smith, uh, r- relatively early. Um, he went for 12 of 26. Uh, so not, not a fantastic start to his opening, um, batting career, but yeah, 25 for one, like wickets in the first 10 overs, which is yeah, pretty, pretty big, I would say. And well, he, before that wicket, he actually looked really nice. Um, he looked really good before the wicket. Um, it was a bit surprising. I was actually very surprised to see him get out. I was like, oh wow, he was looking really nice. Mm, um, yeah. and then uzi has been at our anchor for most of the summer. 45 of 111, just Definitely. sticking in there, clicking the runs along, holding yeah. things together. Marnus was a bit disappointing. He's been, a, him and Smudge, mainly Marnus have actually been, Marnus has probably been the more disappointing out of the two this summer. Didn't yeah. really fire. Definitely. I think from, I don't know when it was, it would have been probably the World Cup. I know it's different format and everything, but I think just our middle order issues, no matter kind of who we have in there, it's kind of been a bit, you know, hit and miss sometimes. Um, that's kind of reflected in the tests as well, the series we've had. Um, Cameron Green as well in his new role in uh, number four position. He also got um, bowled by Shamar Joseph. So Shamar picked up a five on debut on top of the 30-odd runs he got in the first innings. That's that's a pretty pretty good debut, I would say. And look, normally, obviously, men of the match normally going to the winning side and Travis Head took it in this case, but... I, I, I'm Shamar Joseph. I'd be like, oh, a little bit, little bit, a little robbed. bit robbed, a little bit robbed. Obviously, Travis Head with an amazing innings, but Shamar Joseph on debut, something special. Yeah. Well, speaking of Travis Head, uh, home deck. You know, he always puts on a bit of a show. The Adelaide people love him there, um, and he certainly did that. 119 off 134. His role, and they covered a, lot, a bit in the meter as well. His role has changed from going out there and smashing him when they're already, you know, 300 up to saving us when the middle order has failed. And I think that is such a crucial role that he's sort of adapted to. He's seen, he's, he's changed for the conditions 
um, that the team putting in front of him. So, you know, a couple wickets, middle order, um, you know, Australia kind of faltering a bit. He'll come out there and go and get a good score to steady the innings and put less pressure on the tail enders because realistically the tail enders shouldn't be relied on to get our runs. It should be the batters that are doing that job. And he was kind of the lone standout. Nathan well, he's the, he's the only reason we got to 283 in the end. Our really, Uzi was the only main other one that contributed. Yeah. Line with a bit of a cameo. Um, But yeah, if Travis Head doesn't stand up there, then look, it, it really... Uh, the headlines really focus more on our top order, not batting well. So we got to 283, yeah, um, which a decent lead. Which is a good lead, I'd say. Uh, but, yeah, look, it was it was a fantastic start for us. Uh, so, you know, Maiden first over. Then Josh Hazelwood comes in, picks up Tangerine Chanderpaul, uh, who's ha- who, you know, like I said before, both openers. They needed to start well, and they didn't. They didn't have a good campaign overall. Uh so yeah, Josh Hazelwood, uh, he's he's looked fantastic. He picked up, uh, what is it, four of the top five, which is just incredible. He's he well when he's on, uh, he's just fantastic. And I, I think I said last episode in the uh, Pakistan series, I think he was robbed of a couple of fives in there. Like at first, he wasn't quite getting the rewards. Like he was bowling bowling well, yeah, he was yeah, bowling right, fine, yeah. but didn't just pick up the wickets mainly because Pat Cummins had them all cleaned up. With Pat, him, no, Pat Cummins know, was coming in. With the um, middle order and just taking all yeah, the middle order. That's right. Through. Pat Cummins put on a shift. But, yeah, Josh Hazelwood in this series definitely got uh, the chocolates there. Again, Kirk McKenzie, their top scorer. And when their top – like, the top five all fell for less than three yeah. except for Kirk McKenzie. So, I, I giving him a lot of credit, I think he batted really well and his strike rate was really nice. I liked the way he went about all of his innings. He was it was sort of like a Shah Massoud in terms of the way he played. He, he, you know, no matter what the situation was with the team, he was always playing positively. And when you're down, when when did he come in at one for two? Uh, you know, it's it's not not a great position to be in at all. You got more wickets lost than runs. Like you, you, you just instant mindset is to bat conservatively defend every ball which it's not it's your instinct but it's also working against you at the same time because then you're just putting pressure on yourself to get off the mark so i've i i I loved watching him bat and i i think he definitely played a couple crucial knocks in a losing test match in the end for the west indies exactly and i think i think it's something really hard to get out of the back of your head when you go in there and it's one for two you just think about don't get out and it's a really hard thing to get out of your head the fact yeah. that i can't think of i shouldn't be thinking about getting out i've got to think about scoring because in the back of your mind you're just thinking about we can't lose another wicket here uh-huh. and it, the fact that he was able to put that behind him and just bat was really impressive yeah well i think yeah he's like i said before i think definitely top batter from the west indies um in terms of our bowling um, Josh Hazelwood finally got his summer Pfeiffer. It was great to see him uh, get into the action and West Indies bowled out for 120. So definitely a very easy score for us to chase, 26. Um, so yeah, pretty easy score. Games most likely in the bag. Uh, Usman Khawaja retired hurt uh, off a bouncer, which you know had some concerns early on about his health going to Brisbane. He, That's right. He was, he was okay. Uh, Steve Smith, 11 or 22. And Marnus Abishane, he got the run to win the game. And, yeah, we won by 10 wickets. Pretty comfortable win for Australia. Um, batting lineup wasn't great. Like, it wasn't the best performance from the Aussies, but it was a pretty comfortable win in the end. Um, 
And so we move on to the second test match, and boy, this one is a big one. This was massive, uh, and we'll get we'll get into um, out batting innings later on because we actually went to this game. We went to the second day, and oh, it was it was an absolute belter. It was so good. It was a great day to watch. Um, unfortunately, we didn't do a live crossover. It would have been nice. That would have uh, been nice, definitely. Uh, but yeah, look, honestly, not even the cricket. Like if you took the cricket out of the equation, it was still a fantastic day. The crowd up and about. It was it was fantastic. It, w- it was great. It was great. Uh, I think being there made the day better. I think if I was at home watching it on the TV, I would have been absolutely, absolutely like... Yeah, and it speaks to how, how, how good cricket is when you actually go. And I, I just a side note, I think this is like why cricket is shunned quite quickly by a lot of people. You need to, I think you need to actually go to a match to like truly appreciate it because I think you have a lot more fun going to a match than just watching it on the TV. So I think, yeah, to any sort of cricket fans, or not cricket fans, people that, you know, seeing cricket and think, oh, look, yeah, it looks a bit boring, you know. Just go out, go to a match, you know. Just, just try it, you know. Try it live. I think a lot of sports are much better to go to live. I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. I think, yeah. I think getting out there, getting around the atmosphere, so much better. You have much better time. Uh, anyway, into the West Indies first innings. Craig Brathwaite went pretty early. Josh Hazelwood on fire again, picking up the early wicket, and then um, Chanderpaul and Kirk McKenzie batted for a little bit. Decent partnership. Kirk McKenzie again, twenty-one off twenty-five. Yeah. Strike rate, him. great, and um, so losing him, and they were two for forty-two. Um, Chandler went quick after, and then it was also Alec Athanase. So mini collapse there of your top order, which is never what you want. Um, yeah, it was it, it was like Australia way on top again. Um, way on top by the Aussies. Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummins, Hazelwood firing early, but then um, it was Joshua De Silva and. Kevin Sinclair that really put on the huge partnership and got them back in the game. Uh, also, also, um, it was Kahim Hodge, and yeah, Joshua De Silva who were who were fantastic. It was Kahim Hodge. My bad. Sixty-five, uh, five for sixty-five. You're in absolute all sorts. Um, you're pink ball test at the Gabba. Australia's bowlers ripping into you. It's it's not a good place to be, and it's getting dark. Uh, but they put on it. They they did fantastic. And Joshua Silva, they bowled short to him. Uh, both of his dismissals in the uh, Adelaide Test were short balls that he just hooked straight to the man out there. Would have been absolutely furious with himself. Uh, so he ducked and weaved, and he, and he 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 resisted the temptation to go after it. Which credit to him. That's that's great mental strength from him. Uh, yeah. But Kevin Hodge, uh, he put on seventy one, and Joshua Silva put on. 79, Nathan Lyon breaking that partnership as uh, he always does. He's, yeah, very classy bowler, Nathan Lyon. And just just a side note, just to um, add to the praise of this Australian bowling attack, this got into the top 10 partnerships ever against this Australian bowling attack. So I think it was like 10th or 9th, highest partnership ever against our Australian bowling attack. And the partnership was about um, 150. I think, yeah, I think it was one, 149, I think the partnership. 149, which is good partnership, but it just shows you the class of this bowling attack mm. that a partnership, both players not even getting 100, still went into the top 10 highest against our bowling attack. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it was credit credit to the West Indies. Uh, they, they put on a very good fight. And Kevin Sinclair, like you mentioned earlier, he put 50 on debut. Uh, and Alzara Joseph, he also smashed a quick fire 32. Uh, so, yeah, West Indies ended up getting bowled out for 311, 
which was, I'd say, a pretty respectable score first up. I think especially being five for 64, incredible to even get anywhere near that. So credit to that huge partnership and really, yeah, really well played. Well, yeah, anyway, so we ended up watching, uh, I think, the last two West Indian wickets and then we came out, uh, Steve Smith, uh, you know, Steve Smith, was he walking out the middle? I don't remember. I, remember. I haven't been more nervous to watch Steve Smith. Look, it was, it's, it's, it's such a funny thing. Like you see Steve Smith out there and you start getting nervous. It's, it's an opposite reaction to what you should be feeling. And I remember we were fine. We were fine throughout the day. Granted, we did take a while to bowl them out, which was a bit frustrating. We took, you know, way too long. Um, but yeah, like we were fine. And then Steve Smith, as you walk out, we start instantly getting nervous and it was it was shaky stuff and i remember the atmosphere of the crowd like they were a bit they were a bit on edge too and there was tension in the air but look steve smith got a few shots way early and he was looking nice and i was settling the nerves that first over i was like he's gone through the first over nice on drive that was a beautiful shot and then kima roach with it all what there was a decent ball i wouldn't say it's a peach ball but steve smith like he's back in a cross movement played it a little bit badly and you see you see on the on the lbw review you see uh the freeze frame when it when you get the impact and you see him and he's about he's he's like three stumps across and he, he, it's just, oh, it's like, what are you doing? It's it's so sad to watch. I don't like it. I didn't want to watch it. We were, we were pretty, we were pretty shocked. I was beside myself. And then first over wicket is never what you want. And minus Labashane, we were pretty convinced. Mr. Like, Fix-It was like, going to. We're like, all right, minus at home, you know, he's going to put on a shift here. Let's go. The let's, let's, loves the home ground. Let's see him. Let's see him put on some runs. Because those were the two. We wanted, we wanted either Smudge, Manus or Uzi to go on and get a decent score, you know, at home and also Smudge opening you know big score first up it's always what you want uh but then Manus out three runs off three balls he's gone australia are two for 11 i couldn't and this is in the second just the end of the second over so a run rate quite high but second over would not believe what was going on it was it was oh, it was something else. Honestly, I, I, we we couldn't believe it. I, I was just I didn't I just didn't know what to say. All right, that's okay. Yeah, we, we, we still got you know good top order talent. Cameron Green, Travis right. Head still to come. Mitchell Marsh has been great form. Alex Carey can bat. We we weren't too worried. We're like we can no. still get round 300, we've 350. Done, we've done we've done we had early wickets four before. We're going to recover. All right, Manus has gone. Smudge has gone. That's all right. It's okay. Cameron Green, he'll come in. He's a big bloke. He'll take him on. He'll put on a big score here. Eight off 14, he holds out. The score is now three for 24. And his shot, his shot, um, was his dismissal was actually quite an interesting one. It's gone to um, play it through covers or um, and on drives. Yeah. Almost, I don't even know if he was trying to loft. If he's tried to loft it, it's, um, he's mistimed it and it's gone straight well, to he, mid off. I do recall, he, he did the outside, right side of the, right I thought, half of the bat. And he's just spooned it straight to the man. Yeah, I thought it almost had held up in the wicket a little bit, and you just got it really high yeah. off the bat. Yeah, and we were in all sorts. Like we we couldn't believe it. You know, we were watching it, and next thing you know, they're all celebrating. You thought, what? I was like, it's, that's got to be bump ball. There's no way, because from where where you're sitting, you can't really tell. But yeah. and then looking at the replay, it's like, oh, that's that's shocking. That's shocking. Okay. It's got to have held up in the wicket. Then we think, all right, Travis head coming out. Last ball Good. before lunch Look, break as well, I yeah, believe it was. It was it was getting pretty close to lunch break. We think, all right, just come off the back of a hometown hundred, you know, you'll be feeling all right. He's had big scores at the game before. Okay, let's let's just 
I know it's bad, but we can we can recover from this. We can put on a good score. Well, see, he's been our anchor all summer. Travis Head, the aggressor. Like, it was, it's going to be okay. Yep. Travis Head, tickled down the leg side. First ball. Straya. Four for 24. And it's such a common dismissal. We see Travis Head getting dismissed mm. by the same True. ball all the time. And it's a True. tactic that teams are starting to use on him. Uh-huh. And, yep. That's a, that's a king pair for Travis Head. King pair. Oh, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, not yet. But, oh, we're in absolute shambles now. We, do, we don't even know. We were just, I remember just sitting there just in like complete disbelief. We hadn't been under this amount of pressure for, for, for years. If I was allowed to go have beer, I would have gone and had like, I would have just stayed down at the beer section. Just Drank had a bunch of life. beers. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, wow. Like. Under all sorts of pressure, Mitchell Marsh comes out. We know he's going to take the game on. He's been shy of a couple of centuries. This is when he gets his century, right? He's going all right. Run a ball. He's looking good. Out. 21 of 20. And this is when I was really thinking, like, there's something in this wicket because this one he's tried to pull and it, he's mistimed it. It's got high on the bat again and it's mm. gone to short mid, catching mid wicket. That's and I've right. thought, this one's held up in the wicket as well. This is almost like what Cameron Green's done. And at, the, and, and at the Gabba as well, which is meant to be a batter's paradise. Like, all the other games were, were bowlers' pitches, but the Gabba is renowned for being an absolute, you know, plain, plain track of a pitch, you know. Runs, runs for days, right? And here we are sitting at, what, 5 for 54. Absolute shit. We're in a worse position than the West Indies were. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. But so, um, Alex Carey Alex and Carey. Pat Cummins um, have saved Australia, and that's the only reason we, we got this test match a bit it got competitive, yeah. which is sort of what happened to the West Indies. They had a great partnership as well that kind of saved it's, them. It's similar. Yeah, it is similar. And it was the partnership between uh, Usman Kamaja and Alex Carey, who got 65 or 49. And I'll tell you what, it was an absolute belter of an innings to watch. The amount of cover drives, it was just, it was, it was beautiful to watch. And then, you know, the crowd, they had been shocked a bit by the early wickets, but then, you know, Carey started getting his work and then we were really getting into it. Everyone, everyone was getting around him. It was fantastic. The whole crowd was into it, and yeah. what I really liked about this partnership was Travis Head's strike, uh, Alex Carey's strike rate is 132. He was hitting sixes, he was hitting fours, he was attacking everything. And Usman Kwadra at the other end was just rotating strike, getting Alex Carey on strike, letting him do his thing, and Usman Kwadra did his role. He wasn't even, you know, purposely going out there. He just felt, he said in the interviews, he was just like, oh, I just, I just felt good today. I was I was giving them, giving them the balls and I hit them. Um, so yeah, like outstanding from Kerry. He hold out to the deep eventually, which is a little disappointing. Uh, so we think, you know, okay, that's not great. Maybe because uh, eventually we were uh, at the start, we were thinking, you know, 200 is going to be a bit of a tough, tough thing to do here. And, you know, it's get us, it would have been what, 250 just about. Yeah, it was okay. It was 150 for six when Alex Kerry got out. So we're still thinking, you know, 200, it's going to be a bit difficult. 161 to seven, Mitchell Stark only contributes uh, a run. But still not, look, not too worried. Think 40 more runs with three wickets left. We, we can still do this. And Matt it's Cummins done before. and Uzi had a really nice partnership, a partnership of about 80, mm. um, just under 80, 79 run partnership. Um, and Uzi, eventually Uzi got out, just shy of, uh, 25, shy of a century. He batted fantastic. Once again, being the anchor for us and Pat Cummins, a career, uh, I think career best 64. I think it was. And, and look, I'm going to say it. If we didn't declare, I was back in Paddy for a century. I, I, if, I, if 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 Josh Hazelwood was able to stay in. I, I actually do back that. I back that. The way he was looking, he was looking fantastic. Nathan Lyon with a nice little 20 runs as well. He, yeah, we, we really saved our innings there. And the declaration when Lyon got out, uh, 289 for nine we declared at. 
which I think was a good shout. We probably weren't going to put that many runs on with Josh Hazelwood. And just to have those couple overs, just to bowl at them, get a couple of wickets. And that's what we needed. That's what we needed in that little section because if we had kept batting, then we would have put more runs on. We had declared with a first innings deficit, which doesn't happen often. Um, so the goal was to get wickets and we didn't. It would have been like, it was a gamble, but it would have been a foul. And to be honest, when we declared, I really wasn't thinking about the declaration. But after we did, I was like, yeah, it's, it's a good decision. Yeah. It's a brave one by Cummins, but it's a good call. And you, you back the bowlers to get wickets under the lights. New ball, swinging around. Uh, yeah. So eventually they got a wicket. It was at like end of the day's play, seven and a half overs. And Josh Hazelwood picks up wicket finally. Ripping day's play that was. That after was about, it was one, Smith dropped one in slips, but... It was just, and, and we could have had two, but one. Green dropped one um, in the West Indies' first innings as well. So, yeah, a couple errors in the field, which, you know, never helps, but catches win matches. That's all I can say. And I agree. It yeah. cost us a couple runs in the end. Um, and then there, um, the opener's not doing fantastic, but Kirk McKenzie, another top-scoring innings with 41, um, and their middle order was... Pretty consistent, 35, 29, 33. Um, and then Kevin Hodge, just want to speak about him for a moment. He's, he's a bit of a character. Um, I'm sure you've seen the video of him with the stump mic. Uh, oh, yeah. That uh, that was quite funny. Uh, but, yeah, some sharp fielding from Travis Head. I'll tell you what, if Travis Head, like, if, if he wanted to get out of, if he wanted to get out of Shawley, well, I'll tell you what, he's not getting out now with the work he's been oh, doing. For sure. Excellent catch in the Adelaide test. Um, he's been doing fantastic. And now... Uh, Kevin Hodge, who's, who's who was looking like he was going to anchor the innings, you know, really make sure that they got a decent target on the board. Um, just just pushes one, um, you know, pushes his foot out the crease. Travis Head backhands it onto the stumps, and he's gone. That was that was fantastic from him. Really, like the alertness is what you really appreciate, and I think it's something we we pride ourselves on um, in the in the Australian cricket team, just being. Uh, quite sharp in the field, quite aware. Uh, so yeah, credit to Travis Head. He's never getting out of that position now. I think, yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Um, so they got uh, Shamar Joseph retired hurt, but they ended up on 193. 193. So Australia chasing 216. Uh, mm. It is possible. And Australia would have been thinking, we can do this. And Steve Smith was the one that did it. Um, I was actually at work while this was happening and I was on my break and I was checking the score and I was like, we have we have time here. We we have we were seven for a hundred and seventy one, mm. only requiring about forty more. Um, and I was like, we can do this definitely. And Uzi Uzi went somewhat early. Um, Manus as well. He put on he put on a couple runs. Uh, so five. He he wasn't fantastic. It's been a pretty disappointing summer for him. Um, but the partnership with Cameron Green and uh, Smudge was the big one. They took us from 42 runs to 113. Massive partnership, uh, which is exactly what we want. Then Travis Head comes out, and he's gone again. First ball. Absolute peach for Yorker from Shamacho. King pair, but what who, credit, who, what a ball. Yeah, who was supposed to be out after that Mitchell start Yorker, who, uh, where he retired hurt. We thought, you know, his, his toe's gone because it hit him right on the point of the toe. He had to retire hurt. We're thinking, all right. Massive blow for the Windies now. I was thinking this is nice. Not gonna we're lie. Thinking, yeah, we're thinking. All right, we we definitely have a bigger shot at winning this now that their big big wicket taker's gone. Um, but no, he fronted up again. Probably like a bunch of painkillers into him, to be honest. And honestly, like, props to him for the effort he did. 
He was he was fantastic. He he took seven far in what absolutely was absolutely crazy. An absolute. It was a it was a match winning match winning spell from him. Uh, but yeah, really nothing much. Mitchell Stark fired. He got twenty one or fourteen, and it was looking to be really really close. Like you said, uh, seven for one hundred and seventy one. Definitely able to do this. Pat Cummins, who was just coming off big score, he went early. Uh, Nathan Lyon, he he got runs, uh, but it was really like getting smudge up the other end and just trying to survive. And I remember being being so 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 worried about this because you know one wicket left, you know it's 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 under like I think it was under twenty runs, like it was getting really really close. I think all right, we can do this, we can do this. Come on, Josh, Josh, just block it, mate. You you've got this. And you know you saw him in the nets. Saw him in the nets practicing. You think, mate, come on, come on. Let's uh, if there's one innings that you've got to lock in for, it's this one, mate. You didn't have to bat in the first. He, innings. he didn't even have to score runs. He just had to survive. Yeah, and that's it. Look, Shamar Joseph on debut. It's so incredible to stand up and then clean up half our tail yeah, as well. Yeah. But Steve Smith, Smith carrying the bat, just excellent from him. Obviously, we didn't end up winning, but Steve Smith, what a what a mm-hmm. the absolute courage um to do this stand up ninety one not out. Would have gone on and hit a century, and I was really back. I was really hoping that he was going to win this, hit a century, and win the game for Australia. It would I have think been really nice. Yeah, it would have been a fitting ending. Um, but yeah, look, excellent from him, and I think it shows that he can bat as an opener, which is what we all wanted to see. We wanted to see a big score from him to sort of solidify that he can bat as an opener. But I think, look, as much as I was disappointed that we didn't win. I think it was good. I think it's good for West Indies that they were able to provide an upset like this. It restores all of faith. And, you know, talking about the South Africa series against New Zealand, like a lot of their players, you know, main test players not playing because they're in the T20s. And this is the same with West Indies. I think it restores a lot of belief in the West Indians that they can, they can, they can win games and they can win big games. And no doubt it is an upset and it's not the win that will fix West Indian cricket. But I think like this restores a lot of belief into them. And I think a lot of people weren't expecting this to happen. I think it was going to, you know, they thought Australia win by 10 wickets and 300 runs, you know, both both matches. Exactly. And look, anything to try and help the West Indians cricket um, foundation, um, well, not foundation, but just to help their cricket um, in their continent and in their countries, um, not continent, um, their region of islands. Um, yeah. And anything, any anything to help that, I'm all for. And I think trying to get build the West Indian cricket back up is amazing. You just want to see competitive cricket from like all teams. You want it, to, you want it to be close as much as you don't want it to be close in the moment. Like looking back, you want to have close, exciting matches. So the series, Test series, finishes one-one, uh, and so does this episode. I think that was pretty smooth, actually. That was actually really um, good. I, I, yeah, I, I, I like so that. The test, test series now finishes. Uh, big episode, but we'll cover the white ball series next, which will be. Uh, equally interesting. A lot of stuff happened there. That we'll I'm pumped. Yeah. So, All format series. Oh, yeah. You, you love to see it. Anyway, it's been Santa Mount's Cover Drive. I'm Lucas. That's Brad. We'll see you in the next episode.